Hello everyone, my name is Victoria Lewis and I'm a graduating senior at Michigan State University working towards my Bachelor's of Arts in Communications while studying Entrepreneurial Business and Communication. This, podca- this podcast today is brought to you by the College of Communication Arts and Sciences at Michigan State University and its very own Entrepreneurship and Innovations minor. So today we're going to be discussing communication, of course, business and, you know, the effect it has on both topics, as well as connecting information from several studies on advice and communication, as well as the development business businesses gain from, you know, seeking advice and applying proper communication tactics as such. According to a study done at Pennsylvania State University led by Dr. Irina McGeorge, advice is a ubiquitous form of interpersonal communication exchange in both personal and professional context, which basically just means that the advice is a, a common part of a workplace. This is, you know, actually one of my favorite topics to talk about when I'm discussing business and communication, because not only does having effective communication in a business relationship, but, you know, everyday relationships, I think if you're trying, if you're in a position to give advice, you, of course, hold that certain level of credibility and it prepares you to be able to receive advice. In my communication class, we talk about a lot of, we talk a lot about advice and the source of advice holding these specific characteristics and two of those main characteristics are expertise and trustworthiness. Um as I stated before, you know, this gives the person receiving the advice the ability to feel like the source has that credibility. Also in my eyes I see like receiving advice as actually putting it to use and taking criticism well. So you have that, you have to learn how to consider someone else's opinion and just use it to your benefit. And as well as like any business relationship you may have with that person. I think people who like openly receive advice are more prone to understanding when receiving criticism. According to a study done by Garvin Margulis in 2015, Garvin and Margulis, I'm sorry, in 2015, they studied giving and receiving advice in organizational leadership and managerial positions. Their work basically states that the skills that come with these abilities are self-awareness and diplomacy, which essentially just means that you hold this ability um, to be able to learn these um, characteristics and they're not innate. So, you know, it's not something that automatically comes with you. You are able to learn these. And most most importantly, they talk about um, the consistent problems they've seen in the research that shows that during the process of people seeking or giving advice, individuals tend to highly to be highly overconfident in their own perspective. And because of this, they fail to seek advice from other people who hold a different perspective from them. As you can see, not seeking advice or being able to take advice when it's given can cause a problem within the individual's ability to be personable and understanding when you know the advice is given to them. This can hinder your ability to uphold your managerial position within the office and the qualities they look for in someone who seeks to take advice. As I said before, there are several characteristics that are important when evaluating an individual who's the known source of advice. And these, of course, range from expertise to trustworthiness, likability, and similarity. You know, when you're giving that advice you want someone else to take, you must be able to, you must make sure that your approach and the context of your message does not come off as unappealing or disrespectful to them. It's important to, of course, think about um, if the message is polite and if you're not setting any limitations on that person. Also, Think about like is the message feasible? Um, is the person receiving the advice able to actually proceed 
to do this advice easily or not. According to a study actually done at Pennsylvania State University by um, McGeorge, Fang, Butler, and Budarez in 2004, their series of studies had demonstrated um, that receipts, evaluations of and advised actions, efficiency, feasibility, and lack of limitations, and the extent to which um, an advice confirms previously intended behavior and are positively associated with the perceptions of advice quality and uh, coping facilitation and intention to implement the advice action. What surprised me the most about the idea of advice is that there's actually such thing as good and bad advice. In my opinion, I've never really thought of the idea of good advice. I think there are, of course, ways in which people can give bad advice, but I've never seen advice as good. Just, you know, an individual who is educated on the topic enough to offer a personal opinion to better better someone's situation. Good advice actually means that the advice is that is perceived is perceived positively by the person who is receiving the advice. This eventually just helps the you know the receiver cope with the problem and they are more likely to take on the advice. Now of course bad advice is the complete opposite of this and it carries none of these traits. Bad advice actually means that the individual giving that advice failed to offer advice that produces the outcomes in which they basically were implying with their advice. Now, I know you probably are thinking, what does this have to do with business? Um, two authors by the name of Craig Arnoff and John Wars wrote a book called How to Choose and Use Advisors. And within that book, they have a chapter called Why So Few Businesses Own Business Owners excuse me, Get and Accept Advice. And it states that basically many business owners tend to gain attitudes when they are receiving advice they need. The book also states that this comes from the majority of the family business owners specifically not trusting advisors outside of the family, meaning that they are more likely to not trust nor appreciate advice they need if it's not given to them from those inside of the family. The book also gives off these 10 common attitudes that business owners get when they receive advice. And um, a, a few of them include, of course, one, I can solve the problem myself, or two, I don't want anyone throwing roadblocks to my plans. This can actually cause a huge barrier in your communication level with individuals who work within your company or people who come in seeking to support your company financially. I think that opening that door and allowing yourself to take advice can cause a huge profit increase for your business. and can also, you know, better those relationships within that company. Being an entrepreneur and studying business, I've, of course, come across several situations when I personally encounter business owners who have not taken advice well. There have even been times when, you know, they would come up to me and tell me, never, you should never trust someone um, enough to give you advice unless they're family or close friends. And this actually surprises me that people see taking advice as such a negative compound, which, of course, can be problematic to the business because of the level of expertise your family member or friend may not have. I actually see this as a, a huge issue because advice is such an honorable standard. And, and when I say this, I mean that advice is just beneficial to an individual's life. And whether you agree or disagree with the advice, I think that we should all, you know, as human beings and, um, you know, workers of any business should seek advice even when you feel like you do not need it. I don't think that people honor advice as they should. And that, of course, goes the same for criticism. Ramsden and Bennett in 2005 conducted a study that 
look to find the benefits of external support to um, enterprises. And they found that, and I quote, the widest effects of external advice seem to be intangible reassurance and reducing uncertainty. And the level of regulation of suppliers of advice have on the reputation of appearance of a brand has a positive association impact and satisfaction levels, which basically just means that um, given to a business advice that's given to a, um, a business outside of that business. So external source showed that it had a positive effect on um, the business owners and their brand. Advice also, you know, plays a, a huge role in communication and helps your social and communication, uh, communicative abilities. Um, a study done at Pennsylvania State University by McGregor, by McGeorge, excuse me, Fang, Butler and Budiris in 2004 State they um their study basically states and I quote communication scholars have emphasized that advice is both social support and social influence. In other words, advice has a capacity to reduce recipients' distress and improve their coping in tandem with pers- with persuading excuse me them to take particular problem solving actions. This is another reason why I just see advice as such an honorable standard because you you never know the impact giving advice can have on someone's business or and that goes the same way for receiving advice you know just being open to gaining that second opinion or allowing someone to be that possible benefit can cause not only um you to build better relationships within a business but have a positive impact on financial on your financial processes as well I also see this as like, you know, it really helps an individual build those effective communication skills that they need and transform, you know, their managerial abilities. Today, I'm going to be interviewing Gabriel Warden. He is currently um, employed from Michigan State University. He works as a super advisor for a service center representative. He works very closely with teens and adults um, inside and outside of the university. Being a supervisor, it is his duty to uphold effective communication and make sure he is meeting the needs of all students, parents, staff, faculty of the university. I'm actually excited about this interview because it's interesting to be able to see how a supervisor of a huge communication-based company maintains, you know, their business relationship and take on advice he gives and receives, you know, to his co-workers, from his bosses, while also discussing that um, advice can, advice that's given from parents and students, you know, to better help their business and his effective communication abilities he holds within the company and, you know, the employees under him. Hi, Gabriel. How are you? Good. How are you, Vicky? I'm good. Thanks for coming in today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to start off by thanking you, of course, for being a part of today's discussion and going into the questions. The first question I have for you is, you know, being a supervisor of like a communication based company, how important do you feel it is to have uh, communication skills? I mean, it's extremely important because with my position, like I'm not anyone's boss, but I'm like supervisors to, I don't know, 60, 70 employees. Right. So for me, it's important that they all know who I am and that they know that they can like come to me if they have questions for anything. I don't want them to be like afraid. Um, but yeah, and like doing that, you have to communicate, like to get on that level of like comfort, like comfortability, or I don't know if I can't, I can't think of the right word right now, but that, mm-hmm. or like, like respect also, you have to communicate effectively with them right? and make sure like you get to know them and they get to know you. 
which do you feel like is more important like beyond going like communication skills so you talk about like being comfortable and like having respect which one do you feel like is more comfortable when you're like communicating with like the um scrs under you um respect is obviously important and it goes both ways like i have to respect the level ones um as much as they respect me but at the same time i think being able to speak to them comfortably is the most important because like i don't have to worry about oh like who's working here like i don't like want to look at the schedule and be like oh i have to talk to this person i'm not like really comfortable around them you know what i mean right being able to like not have to worry about that is super important because part of my job is like being able to like effectively communicate with everybody right okay that's interesting so how important do you think it is to seek advice from like people outside of like the whole service and representatives from like your boss and stuff like that so like you can say like a parent or like um a professor or like you know somebody have higher up yeah it's extremely important because at some point you need like advice from others i'm trying to think because i mean i feel like if you're just like by yourself like on your own you can only improve so much like as a person or in your position so getting somebody else's perspective whether it's a boss or like a parent who might have a completely different like viewpoint or job i think it's still important to get like their their viewpoint and i think anyone can help you in that aspect right do you feel like it's beneficial to like use external uh, advice to like help um other SDRs or like people who come in and who like have questions and stuff like that yeah definitely because say like say i have an issue with like a certain scr and i don't know how to approach it like like it's something where i don't want to come off as like mean but at, at the same time like i have to like tell them oh like you're doing this wrong like you have to do this better what like whatnot mm -hmm. so like maybe if i want to speak to like i don't know like a professor like my mom like how like to go about that situation like being like well i was in this situation once when right. i was in college or like two weeks ago and this is how i handled it and then this is how they respond and then this is how i responded type of thing right so right. i think like it's like doing it like that can be super beneficial right so how would you suggest that um someone like use advice to their advantage so like it could be just outside of like business it could be like with school or anything like that like how would you suggest somebody takes on that advice to like really help their life um i guess just like making sure anytime you get advice like just don't take it the wrong way right because most of the times when people are giving you advice, I mean, they're doing it to help you. Mm -hmm. But like, I think a huge problem in our society is we're too sensitive. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, I think a lot of times, and I do this too, like I'm guilty of it, like we take advice the wrong way. We take it as like, I don't know, like we just, like they're being mean to us. Or right. like, oh, you need to do this better. Right. It's like, no, that's really not how it is. Right. And I think, I think we're all guilty of that every once in a while. Yeah. I kind of talk about that a little bit in my podcast where like people don't know how to take advice and like use it to like help them outside of like business and stuff like that. So that's very interesting that you said that. What effect do you think that giving and receiving advice has on like business relationships? So like with a boss, like a coworker or like, you know, just someone under you, especially being like a, a supervisor. Well, yeah, it, I think it has a huge impact because say it's like, say like the first time I meet my boss and like she or just any, I can't do anything where like she's giving me advice or like a future boss give, is giving me advice and say I either like I'm not like paying attention and I don't like reciprocate the information right. yeah, or I, I do it wrong or I take the information the wrong way. Like, like I give attitude or something like mm -hmm. right. that yeah. can go a long ways like in a negative way. Mm-hmm. 
they could feel like, oh, anytime I have to give this person advice, like, oh, I have to talk to Gabe again. Like, he's just going to give me attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I think it's good to, like, be respectful and then and yeah. just take advice the way, like, you probably should. Right. And probably, like, being a supervisor, like, listening to, like, the, you know, employees under you and stuff like that. So, they'll be comfortable to, like, come right. to you for, like, advice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. Yeah. How would you suggest someone build the proper skills to like learn how to communicate effectively when they're getting advice? I mean, I think it takes practice. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I feel like with this job, even like before I was a level three, like as a level one, um, like obviously you're still communicating with supervisors a lot. You're communicating with other level ones, and now, like I'm at the point where I'm communicating with like fellow level threes and like the level one still, and now more so like level fours and my. Um, like my actual bosses. Mm-hmm. So I think it just takes practice. Um, Cause like, I think, especially in college, you grow so much, especially like with your communication skills. And it's so important to do that. Cause like, once you get out in the real world, you're going to have to communicate with people. You're going to have bosses that you're probably not going to like, mm-hmm. but you got to know how to communicate with them properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just practice. And I think this position that I have like I'm forced to practice it, mm-hmm. and right. even as level ones, I think you are also. Right. Um, and I think like that has helped me like a ton. Mm-hmm. So I I think yeah, that's just that would be my answer. Just keep putting yourself in situations where you have to communicate with people. Right. Right. Because like, I let me. I just gonna say like another issue with like our society is like so many of us are really bad at communication, mm-hmm. and even just like with friends too. It's not always like with supervisors or coworkers, like we're just terrible at communication. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like we would rather just text people instead of call, which is fine. But right. like, yeah, I think it goes a long way when you actually have to talk to someone face to face, like, dang, it's like, I haven't had a face to face conversation in right. like a professional setting in like months or something like right. that. So yeah. I think, I think it's important to put yourself in situations where you have to. Yeah. No, right. I agree. <clears throat> so how would you suggest like someone seeking advice approach the conversation? So like if you were going to your boss and you needed advice from her, how would you like approach the conversation? Um, I'm just trying to think. I've obviously make sure like your boss isn't busy. Like if I'm going to my boss, her name's Michelle. Like if I see her in her office and, and I see her doors closed, like maybe I'll look over and see like if anyone's in there. And like right. if that's the case and like... I'll wait. Maybe I'll just like email and be like, Hey, Michelle, do you have time to like talk anytime tomorrow or tonight? Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't just like barge in. Like, like if someone was in there and I just walked in and was like, Hey, Michelle, can we talk for a second? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like that would just look kind of bad on my part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, I don't know. It's like almost using like common sense Mm -hmm. in a way. So yeah. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. Just making sure that like, you're putting in that effort when you know you can and it's the right moment instead of just like bring the conversation up to them because right. it could be like a bad moment for them and then your response is not going to be what you mm-hmm. expected. And I think it's always good to um, to let them know ahead of time. Like I didn't really mention that, but mm-hmm. um, say you had like, you're just like, oh, I want to talk to my supervisor about something. Maybe send them an email. Right. Be like, hey, this is Gabe. Um, like, is it okay if we meet about this, like, specific issue sometime today or tomorrow? Right. Um, if you have a time, can you just let me know? Yeah. I think that would probably be the better way to go about it, right. actually. Yeah. So, uh, I know we talked about um, communication a lot and, you know, like, how effective it is, like, when you're communicating with, like, your boss or, like, anybody outside business. So, like, how effective do you feel like or beneficial do you feel like communication is, like, when you're giving or receiving advice? 
how beneficial it is when you're giving or receiving advice. Yeah, like having effective communication. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's super beneficial just because like, I, how do I explain this? So like, I get, okay, going into a conversation, um, I think it's always good to know like what you're going to talk about and kind of almost practice a conversation in your head. Because like, say you get to a supervisor and you want to talk to them about something and you just can't like word it or mm -hmm. I feel like, I mean, it kind of sounds kind of stupid, but like if you're not effectively communicating with them, like if they can't understand what you're trying to say, like what point you're trying to make, then it's like, it's almost like this awkward like moment where, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going through it right now too. Like I'm trying to right. tell you how to effectively communicate, but I can't like get it across. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just good to go into it knowing what you're going to talk about and like almost practice like what responses they might give you. Um, and I think it's important to like say you're not really comfortable talking to this person yet doing like doing that stuff. Like, um, I don't know, just like, I'm not really comfortable talking to this person. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how they're yeah. going to respond to these questions. So right. maybe almost like do a mock interview in your head or with someone. Right. Like, oh, what if they ask you this? How are you going to respond? How are you going to react to that? Right. Um, and it's not always just the responses. It's also like your reactions too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Whether it's like just like a physical reaction or anything like that. Um, I think it's important because I mean, reactions I think are just as important as um, responses because mm -hmm. they can go along with like say someone says something to me and then I just give them like a weird like smirk or right. give them the stink eye like they're gonna obviously get the impression like I either don't want to talk to them right. or like I didn't like what they had to say mm -hmm. um so I, yeah it's just doing stuff like that does yeah. that kind of answer the question no or? it does because okay. like you know there's people always when they think of communication they always think about like talking you, you know there's a difference between like verbal communication and like physical mm -hmm. so like your face or expressions like those are very important like, we talk about that like a lot of my communications class yeah. where they always talk about like make sure that you're using hand gestures or like you're paying attention or stuff like Looking that them in the eyes, yeah super important too, yeah exactly so. so that's that's good well thank you for coming again yes, and you know, speaking about this topic and bringing light and insight onto this conversation because it's very important especially mm -hmm. in businesses so thank you anytime vicky it's so interesting to be able to connect communication to business and you know showing how effective it it is to be able to take on advice in order to maintain a business and relationships within them Today, well, that ends today's podcast. You know, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to tune in to next week's podcast. That's where we'll be discussing gender. That's interesting. Business and communication.